stoop kid won't leave the stoop. And we're just yelling it. Uh, but it's like midnight, and I'm sure your neighbors are like, stoop. what the fuck is yeah. happening? Stoop kid won't leave the stoop. Hey, Jess. Hi, Sarah. Long time no see. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been, uh, last time I saw you, was it, yeah, it was August 4th. It's now August 25th. Which I think is even longer than our last stint of not seeing each other when you were traveling for work. I think yeah. that was 14 days or something, which is this too is long. 21 days. That was an extra week. Yikes. I don't, I don't like that. I'm pretty sure Mike O'Connor says, yikes on bikes. Yikes on bikes. Also, shout out to Mike for inspiring us to actually... Record a fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Every week. So, there's not a new episode? Um, it's, it's him and Anthony are both like... They'll shame us on Mondays if there is not a new episode on Sundays. So, this is for you guys. And we're like, listen, it's been a busy summer. <laughs> listen, it's been a busy life. <laughs> I also thought it was really ambitious that we were like, oh, we'll do one every week. I think maybe we stick to every other week or once a month. <laughs> Unless we have some more like, like outrageous backlash. Or some good people want to come on our podcast. Yeah, if we get some guests on here. So it's not just me and Jessica twiddling our thumbs figuring out what to say. I also feel like it's kind of bold for us to do it tonight because we've already now been together for a few hours. I feel like we've almost talked ourselves out, which I know that's not a thing with us. But <laughs> anybody who knows Jess knows that she can't stop talking. I was saying both of us, not just me. Most people have a hard time getting me to talk. That's fair. Except you. Mm. Um, sorry if I sound like a dying seal. Um, have a bit it's of because a she is a dying seal. I am a dying seal. Um, Jessica went to everywhere, everywhere, and came back as a seal. <clears throat> I can't believe TSA let her fly. <laughs> I, I don't fit under the seat <laughs> in the pet carrier. Um, yeah, I emotional just, support seal. I am an emotional support animal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking the next time somebody's like, Sarah, why are you always with her? She is my emotional support animal. And, and, and likewise. <laughs> no, Sarah is my handler. <laughs> Bodyguard. Also, I've been on a pet show for the last two weeks with no other human interaction. <laughs> Hello, Jessica back. and a bunch of dogs. <laughs> One day it was wolves. Which was so badass. Also, what other animals did you hang out with? Mm. Well, are you at uh, liberty to say? Yeah, yeah, we can. I can say. Um, well, the show I worked on is dog, dog based. So there were dogs, there were wolves, and then we were at an aquarium at one point because the, um, and I don't know how much I can actually say about the shoot, but one of the companies that sponsors my show also supports. Um, this state aquarium in South Carolina and like provides a bunch of supplements and stuff like that so we were filming with them um, and like one of the girls on our crew um, got to hold a sea turtle because like basically she was flipping her shit before we went that we were going to get to go to an aquarium and she was like I want to hold all the things um, and 
the one of the producers clued the vet in that we were working with and he took her back during lunch and let her pick up a turtle pick up one of the sea turtles <laughs> and yeah so it was that's pretty cool it was very cool she was very happy um and like i had had my fill of cute sea creatures so i was much more stoked about the the next the next shoot with the wolves was more my speed i think um because i literally just got to run around in the wilderness so anyways long story short i got to run around with some wolves got to see some baby wolves that was cool as shit um got to work with some seeing eye dogs which was also very cool got to see one of my favorite dogs in the whole wide world on one of my days off which was equally cool Um, not related to your show nope (laughs) Um, and then when we were at our, at our last stop, it was just more dogs. So, which I love. Lots of quality animal time Lots of, for yes, Jessica. Which is much needed, always. Um, <coughs> but yeah, so long story short, I'm dying. I was on a bunch of planes and probably caught whatever nasty shit was floating around. AKA all those, the nasty shit that was flying around. Shit. Yeah, so I just literally like was sort of like shivering in an uber on the way home yesterday trying not to like have a like asthmatic coughing fit you know and then just spent a a solid 12 hours at home on and off sleeping and now was feeling the Sarah withdrawals enough to call her up and get her to go out to dinner with me and we went out to dinner it was great got some Indian food drank a lot of tea and lemonade in a typical sad girl fashion, now we're... Well, actually, not so typical sad girl fashion. This is, I think, the first podcast Oh, yeah, we're where... not drinking wine. Yeah, we have whiskey today. So I think we're actually... We're really mixing it up. This is sort Just of Just because new... uh, whiskey's much better for when you have a scratchy throat. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, I probably shouldn't be drinking alcohol when I'm sick. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. Whiskey makes you, you better. Have whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> if I learned one thing when I was in Ireland, uh, and I must say it is really hitting the spot. So, but um, in other news, Sarah also has some very cool sort of developments where she's hosting a radio show now. Oh yeah, you don't just have to listen to me on this podcast. Um, I have a once a month radio show on K Chung, which is this tiny little independent radio station run in Chinatown in Los Angeles and uh, I played some tunes for an hour so I had my first official block was this last Friday it's every fourth Friday of the month Um, I named it uh, Serotonin because I thought if I was ever a wrestler that would be my wrestling name but Jessica was like why don't you just make it your radio name and I was like sounds good I think it's very fitting. And your and your art's very cool. Very Thank edgy, you. very Sarah. Um, I'll plug it on our podcast Instagram page. Yeah, you guys should all give it a listen. You can listen to the archive on the K Chung website in case you missed it and want to hear me play some music for you. Or you can just ask me for my playlists. Happy to give those out as well. Sarah does the best playlists. Um, We've really been enjoying uh Surfy grunge oh, beach rock. Grimy beach tunes. Grimy beach tunes. That's it's, what it's called. It really gives me life. Um. <laughs> Soundtrack of the summer. It really is. 
Also, just all the time. I mean, yeah. I, when I sent that, I saw a meme the other day that I had to send immediately to Sarah that was like, thank you so much for bringing your Bluetooth speaker to the beach. I totally wanted to hear your shitty music instead of the birds and the waves. And I was like, do you think this is how people feel about me and you? Because Sarah and I are always rocking a Bluetooth speaker on the beach and being like, no, no, no. Everybody wants to listen to the growlers. I promise. <laughs> I think the fact is, if you said that to me, it's not ironic. Or uh, read sarcastically. That's what I mean. Oh. So okay. when you send that meme to me, it's like, yes, music. Or if I send that to you, we're like, yeah, we got to listen to each other's music. But at least we're not as bad as that one dude Jesus at Venice Beach who brought like a whole fucking amp that guy, that in a wheelbarrow and was like playing like what? reggae and drum yeah, beats. Like, and then literally sat like right in front of a family that's just trying to like eat their fucking dinner on the beach. <laughs> You're like, thank you. I wanted to see you dance to you strange, strange man. There's just like one dude, his big ass speaker. I think he took his shirt off and no, we're he, like, yeah, he had no we shirt. didn't ask for this. And no, like, listen, I'm not particularly toned either, but you don't see me rolling out a speaker and dancing to it. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that day was so strange too, because I feel like the lifeguards were very like aggressive up, up your ass. Like, and then as soon as this guy rolls up with his like, entire there sound no system there's like where are seen. they yeah so i don't know i was very um i that was a weird night actually because that's like that same night when we went out with a couple friends to this venice bar <laughs> oh, and so i got harassed she got harassed i got upset at this guy harassing her and then your friend who's both very sweet but also kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite like you don't want to mess with him he intervened too yeah and then finally the guy backed off he's great he's he's this ex-military dude he's one of our regular heart of gold shout out to you anthony uh literally if i am ever in trouble i want i want my friends to contact anthony because i feel like it'll be like a liam neeson taking sort of situation where i'll really only be in trouble for another 30 minutes because he'll figure it out and do some sort of reconnaissance and everything will, everything will end well. That's so true. It is so true. I think, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, was su- it was such a strange night because, like, we went to this weird bar and then we, like, we all went out and we're like, oh, like, we'll take a look at the pier. And then out of nowhere, like, this bicycle parade with people in oh furry costumes. It was a light show. It, it was, was so, so scary. Weird. It was so weird. But I guess that's what happens when you go to Venice. Venice is, okay. We also- and remember, they, can't, they caught, like, the, there was a family that caught a manta ray. And you, and I like you, little animal lover was like, um, you need to release that. And these like poor little children who are like four and five are looking at her like, you're gonna make us get rid of our treasure. And you're like, it's an endangered animal, <laughs> and you're making a very fair point. But these kids were like, also about their mom to was cry. Like, Fuck you! I was like, you need to throw it back. They and were then so again, proud of their catch. Anthony is like, oh shit's happening, and I have to back it up. <laughs> Oh, God bless. <laughs> We're really fun to go out with. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of going out, we had a pretty epic Vegas weekend, which Sarah planned. For Jessica's birthday. He was so nice. She literally, like, I mean, I think you guys know this already. Like, both of our jobs were sort of always planning shit for other people. And I think rule of thumb is you can decide what you want to do for your birthday, but you shouldn't have to execute it for people. Yeah, no, I think that is a good... You should have... Someone else should jump in and... Yeah, plan it. Yeah. 
Well, and like Sarah was so baller. There was an itinerary which I loved. Like the organizational part of me, like really got off. To on be that. fair, Jessica picked out what she wanted to do a year in advance. <laughs> she bought tickets to see Jim Jeffries in Vegas. My boo. She jumped on the tickets so far in advance that we had seats in the fourth fucking row. No, third. It was third row. Mm. Third row. I could see the sweat on his forehead. <laughs> she was like, "We're gonna be front and center." <laughs> It was great, because basically we got there, we, we got to the, the show. the only group of just girls. Yeah, only group of it just girls. It was a girls. bunch of, like, dates, men, old men. <laughs> Lots of men. <laughs> but we assembled the hot girl task force. As you do. We all looked our best. We got blowouts. We had got massages earlier in the day. It was the perfect day. We were ready for gym. We also all had, like, these giant fucking drinks. Oh, my God. I spilled mine on my lap. (laughs) I think it was, like, juggling my phone in my drink, and it just all ended on top of me and the person in front of me. Thank you. Yeah. But it was great. Like, he he walked in and kind of, like, looked at our group and was, like, weird. (laughs) There are women here? (laughs) And okay. I was like, wow, right? <laughs> well, to be fair, he walked on stage. He had this very cute Australian dude mm. open up for him. Oh, my God. He was like an Australian Jon Snow. Oh, I was like, this is truly for my birthday. He was funny. <laughs> Probably a much more attainable goal for Jessica <laughs> if she wanted to marry an Australian comedian. Um, then Jim walks out. He intros Jim. Jim walks on the stage. And the first thing Jessica does, stand up and start clapping. <laughs> You're like, standing ovation, and the show hasn't even started. I, other people were standing. It was not just me. I think he was asking people to stand up, and you were like, yes, you can have me. Uh, yeah, I think I think he was like, please give a warm welcome to, uh, you know, Jim Jeffries. And Jim, Jim comes up, and he starts raising his hands up in the air, yeah. and both of them, like, stand up. And you're like, it's a comedy show. You can't see us. Yeah, I know. But just as like... I will do anything you ask me to, sir. Hi, I love you. Let's get married. Let's have babies. Yeah, that was me. Also, he looked so hot. He was, like, really, really, like, rocking the dad bod. What it, was he wearing? He was wearing he, a Ramones t-shirt? Yeah, he had a Ramones t-shirt, a black Ramones t-shirt with a black blazer, and then, like, these really bright Converse. The neon. Looking like a snack. His hair is getting gray. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> Ooh, it was so good. Um, anyway, <laughs> so it was the best. It was living your best birthday life. And Sarah booked us into the Venetian, which was amazing. We had this gorgeous suite. Although everything's very hard to find in the Venetian, especially when you're drunk. There's like a thousand different towers. That's just Vegas. True. It's huge. Yeah, it's a lot going on. I was very surprised how easy it was for us to get a cab. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm very happy didn't happen? So a week... Before ah, Jessica's ah, birthday, I was so terrified. Oh Vegas decided. I don't think Vegas decided. <laughs> a bunch of grasshoppers decided to invade Las Vegas, specifically the Strip, because there were so many lights. Basically, it was a plague of biblical proportions, where you could see the swarms of grasshoppers from outer space. And here's the thing. I don't like flying bugs. I also don't like flying bugs. And we were like, okay, well, I guess we're still going to Vegas for Jessica's birthday. Literally, I was like, this is a joke. Like, I was like, what have I done to piss off God or whoever? 
that they would send a fucking swarm of grasshoppers to ruin my birthday. We're like, we're not going to be able to go in the pool. Yeah. Well, luckily, by the time we got to the strip, there were we did not see a single grasshopper. And, and literally, like people were like, "Oh, you should have been here two days ago." And I was like, "I should not have been here two days ago." Excuse me. I you. did not want to be here two days I ago. I didn't want to ever see a grasshopper. I was like ready. Head. We landed in the airport, and I was like, "Someone's gonna land on me." I had my face like smashed up against the window, being like, "Can you see any grasshoppers?" Or uh, yeah. Yeah, it was horrifying. So it was easy to get around. We could have walked places. We were also in. Heels the whole weekend and dresses. Yeah, and it was hot. It was really hot. It was yeah, like, and it was it was so much fun though. Like the first night we went and we uh, hit up one of the clubs and like saw the Chainsmokers, which was cool. Who didn't come on until two a.m. Oh because that's how Vegas works. It was Vegas, which is wild. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was it was great. We had uh, you know a couple of our friends flew up from NorCal, Rachel and Cassandra. Um, so yeah, it was really just, uh, it was a fun, very fun girls trip. Eight. I had my first massage ever. My first professional massage. Yep. I was very happy to be there. It was, it was funny too, because like there were four of us and the only way that they could fit all four of us in for an appointment was to give us two couples rooms. So Jess and I got a couples massage, which is not very like off brand for us. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Everyone already thinks we're a couple. At one point, I was so relaxed that I fell asleep and started snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I was like, uh, are we okay? (laughs) I I guess this is nice. (laughs) Trying to relax. As we told our waiter at dinner tonight, it's very hard for us both to relax. Yeah, so, like, this guy shows up, and Sarah's just trying to, like, politely scoot our plate of pickles out of the way so he can put down the rest of the food. And he goes, no, 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 you relax. And I was like, I'm not good at relaxing. Look at us. Do we look like we can relax? I don't, I'm not relaxed. But I was pretty relaxed when we were at the pool the next day. Dude. My goal for the weekend was to have someone hand me a pina colada while I was in the pool. Mission accomplished. I had such a great time at that pool. We met this, like, couple... From Jersey. From Jersey. It was like if uh, Ned Stark and Catelyn Stark from Game of Thrones were actually (laughs) from the Jersey Shore. They were fantastic and so opinionated and so drunk and very nice. Very very flattering to all of us. It was fun talking to them as we just floated. And they, like, and they kept, like, broing out with us anytime we would, like, get out of the pool and get back in 30 minutes later. Yeah, we spent a good chunk of time out there. That was fantastic. Because I'm not normally much of a pool girl, but I really like this sort of Vegas idea of standing in, like, four feet of water and not having to actually swim. Because Vegas is hot and pools are cold. Well, it makes sense. But I didn't actually have to swim is yeah. the best part. Oh. Actually, not true. I started swimming. And I tried to give you a lesson because turns out <laughs> homegirl over here cannot float. I can't. She is physically <laughs> incapable of floating in water, which I find hysterical. But like now do you get why like I'm like, no, I don't want to be on a cruise ship or any body of water where I can't get to land quickly because I won't last. I'll be the first one to go. You know it's true. Uh, if you were on the Titanic, you would have you would be like, Jack would try to get on the door and you'd be like, No. I'd be listen. like, you can swim, you stay in the water. <laughs> listen, if like I don't know what happens. If we sink, I'm done for. Yeah. Like, if you love me, you'll let me have this door. 
Goodbye, sir. And I tried. I tried to help her float on her back, and the poor girl just kept sinking to the bottom. But yeah. it turns out you're not a witch. You know? You don't have the same buoyancy as a rubber duck. You're sinking Burner. straight down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny. It used to be like a... My cousin and my mom can both float with no problem, and they would just, my, when we were young, my grandma had this really cool pool, and they'd both just, like, lay in there, just, just floating, having a great time, and meanwhile, I'm, like, struggling, like, with an ear infection and sinking to the bottom. Well, that's me. Like, I'm a swimmer. Yeah. And I've gotten back into it recently. I swear I can swim better than I can walk. (laughs) It's true. And then there's you. (laughs) You're like a lead weight. I really am. But will last in heels for a while, so I don't know. There's a weird trade-off. Have you tried like floating devices, like like a like water wings? Yes. Those little like. I mean, yeah, and... yeah. I used to have those when I was younger, or like a. I could do like a pool ring. I'm a big fan of like the idea of. I'm I'm a big fan of being on a raft, in a pool. Preferably one where I can pop my drink in the side, and I can just pop my leg in once in a while. <laughs> I don't really like. I don't like water on my face. Not really my thing. I'd rather just be in the hot tub. <laughs> like, I'll just sit at the edge. You have a good hot tub story. I do. For, actually, from this from this trip that I just took, it's pretty pretty gruesome. But, um, yeah, I... Oh, it's so gross to think about. And my knee still hurts. But <laughs> we basically... The story of your life. The story of my... <laughs> my Why are my knees my always knee fucked up? Yeah, seriously. So I, yeah, well, okay, for those of you who don't know, Sarah, poor Sarah has, like, been privy to multiple falls that I've had this year, which I'm not, like, a terribly clumsy person. I've just circumstantially been in uh, situations where, like, I've banged the shit out of my knee and they bruised forever. This is interesting, too, because I consider myself to be the more clumsy one of the two of us, and I, like, I'll walk and I'll, like, stumble. My ankle will, like, give out. Here and there, and I'll, you'll be like, but I'll catch my fall. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> you eat shit way more than I do. I really do. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, most of the time that I've eaten shit has been, like, I'm on a super steep incline or whatever. But the one time was I was just laughing way too hard, and I fell off of a stool when Sarah got hugged by her friend, and she was so uncomfortable, and I thought <laughs> it was hilarious. And then the other time, I was just wearing the wrong kind of shoes for the weather, and it was raining, and I was on a super slick sidewalk, and I just... My foot slipped right out from under me. But this time was like five days ago or four days ago. And we had been bouncing around from all these different hotels. And a couple of them had pools. But again, like I will swim, but it's not like my jam. But at our last hotel, it was like, oh, there's a hot tub. I'm definitely going in the hot tub because I love hot tubs. And so I get in and it's like an enclosed one. So it's like the hot tub and the pool are in the same, same area. It's like really humid and hot and everything's kind of damp from the condensation, which like should have been an indicator. Um, and so <laughs> my friend is already in the pool and like I'm walking to get in the hot tub. I've literally been in the building for like maybe two minutes after I set my stuff down. And the floor is so slippery that like I'm walking over and my foot just slips completely out from under me. And I eat shit, and my knee hits, like, the grippy part of the floor where it's supposed to keep you from slipping. And I got up really quick and was like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm fine. I'm just going to, like, dry myself off from slipping on this gross-ass, like, 
damp floor. And then I turned around and he was like, oh no, you're, you're bleeding. And I was like, no, man, like, damn it. And I like hobble really quickly over to the first aid kit on the wall, which is open. Um, because apparently everybody eats shit in this like pool enclosure and it just needs to be constantly available. Um, and so like I clean everything up and sanitize it and blah, 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 and get it all bandaged. And then I'm having like a pouting session on the sidelines. I mean, like, I really just wanted a hot tub, like, meh, 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 poor me. And he was like, just get in the hot tub. And I was like, no, I'm not going to get in the hot tub. Like, I'm bleeding. And he was like, just do it. Like, I'll get in with you, whatever. And I was like, that's not the point. I'm disgusting and I'm bleeding and other people have to use this facility. And he was like, he was like, you want to, though. Like, just, you know, just get in and just don't put your leg in. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it'll be fine, whatever. And so... <laughs> We get in, and I, like, have to, like, awkwardly lower myself, like, by crab walking backwards into this hot tub with, like, my my leg, my one leg popped completely out of the, the hot tub, and I'm just, like, awkwardly laying there bleeding, but not bleeding into the hot tub. And he just keeps laying my fucking knee, and I'm like, don't look at it. Don't look. He's like, I can't help it. I can't help but look at Did it. Did anyone else join you in the hot tub? No. Because that would have been fun. That would have been amazing. I feel like we would have also looked like the most dejected, like, duo. Like, no, actually, nobody, even if they wanted to, I don't think anybody would have gotten in that hot tub with us because it was just, like, it's a sad sight, truly. Like, what's like, going on Kind over of ragged yeah. from, like, two weeks on the road and injured. Were you, like, hotel showers yeah. just beat you up? Well, and, like, luckily, it was kind of funny because I think – out of out of all of the places we stayed, I think that was my least favorite hotel, our last one. And it was, like, one of two hotels in the entire city. Yeah. So we didn't really have much of a choice. Um, but, like, up until then, we had stayed in, like, all these... I had put us up in a couple, like, cool historic hotels, which I had really enjoyed. couple haunted hotels, because you're a spooky bitch. Yes. Oh, my... On one of... At one of them, uh, we were joking, and, like, I actually didn't realize it was haunted. Um... But we got in, and one of our, our camera people asked if it was because she knew I was into that sort of thing. And the girl was like, oh, the 13th floor is super haunted. And normally in hotels, they even if they have a 13th floor, they won't put people on it. It'll be like n- not regular rooms. It'll be like storage or whatever, offices. Do they put you all on that floor? No. Well, so when I found out they actually put people on the 13th floor, I tried to get them to put our DP there <laughs> because I thought that was hilarious. And so I walk up and I was like, hey, can you put, can you put such and such in, or on, uh, on floor 13? But do people, like, specifically come to that hotel to stay on the 13th floor? I don't know that they do it specifically to stay there, but it is apparently, so, fun story. And, of course, I found this out after I'd been checked in. But basically, after I asked them to, like, put him on the guy, I was like, no, but we're going to put you on the 13th floor. And I was like, ah, whatever. I didn't think they were going to. And then when I checked in, they were like, oh, here you go. And I was on the, I was the only one in their, the entire group on the 13th floor. And I was like, nah, fuck. Anyway, and so after I get assigned, um, we were asking them later, like, what the story was. And she, uh, the girl that was talking to us about it was like, um, she was like, I'm pretty new here, so I don't have a ton of stories. But she said, last week I had a mom and her two kids, and the two children kept thinking they were hearing other kids um, Creepy. Like in their room, and there and they, she was like, and they were the only kids checked into that 
like the ho- the hotel was like completely dead. It was the middle of the week. She was like, they were the only kids staying in the hotel, and there was only one other person checked in on that floor, and so like they were hearing kids running around and all this shit, and and they actually asked to be moved because they were so bothered by it. That's so creepy. Yeah. Do you have any experiences on the thirteenth floor? Well, so it's it's really interesting. Um, I not anything really weird. Um, I had a couple instances, and I thought it was maybe just the internet, though. Um, but there were there were certain songs where, like, um, I would be listening to a playlist, and, like, certain artists would just cut out completely. Um, and then... No, I, I didn't have anything weird happen to that hotel. I really liked it, though. It was all, like, um, like art deco, and it's really interesting, um... I accidentally hit, I, so there was the regular lobby and there was a lower lobby, which I didn't realize was a thing, but like I accidentally hit lower lobby when I was going down one day and it opened up to this like completely empty, like, like gorgeous, but super creepy ballroom. And I was like, what the fuck? And this is where my wedding to the devil will be held. <laughs> oh my God. I was like. And of course, like, I had to go explore it. And so I'm, like, five minutes late meeting everybody because I was like, well, I just want to see. <laughs> like, but it was so creepy because everything was, like, it literally looked like stepping back in time. There was, like, nothing modern about it, but it was beautiful and it was so quiet. Was there no one else down there? There was No, there was literally nobody else. Um, it turns out that it connects to the speakeasy that's in the hotel. But, yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's technically, I would think, just an event space. But there was literally not another soul down there, and it was freezing cold. Ew, creepy. Yeah. But which actually felt great, because the humidity was so insane. Oh, by the way, did you see that there's, like, a sequel to The Shining coming out? Yes, I did. With Ewan McGregor, where he plays the kid grown up? Yes, I did. I hope it's good. After sleep. I hope so, too. I love Ewan. I just watched um, uh, Ready or Not. I watched that, too. I liked it. I liked it. I thought there were a couple, a couple things where it was like it was like corny. Yeah, but, but it was fun. I thought like the ending in particular reminded me of like a, a Simon Pegg film. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like or an Edgar Wright film if I want to be politically <laughs> correct. I, I actually thought it was great. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about Edgar in a really long time, dude. I know. Not since. <laughs> One time, Jessica and I went to a comedy show, <laughs> which is the beginning of a lot of our stories. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It's not like we're big comedy people either. We think we're funny. Oh, I thought I, I thought you meant like we didn't like comedy, and I was like, oh no, but we. But we're not like a part of like the diehard comedy LA sure, 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 crowd. Yeah. That's true. Like we enjoy it, we appreciate yeah. it. So it's like Monday, and Jessica's like. Yo, do you want to come to the Largo with me? Edgar Wright's gonna be there, and I was like, sure. no, I got there early, so That's I had already right, had okay. a seat. Um, the Largo's really weird. Um, but you're talking to me, and you look over, and you're just like, I just want to touch his skin. I mean, that sounds like the weirdest shit, but I did. I just wanted to like feel that he was a real living person. She has the biggest crush on him. I have the biggest, the biggest. You know what's hilarious? He's been kind of on the sidelines since that day, though. Long story short, though, after the show, everyone's hanging around. <laughs> There's really only one way in and out of Largo. Yeah. Um, so just because, like, 
do you think you'll come out? That's my Jessica impression, and I think I fucking <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, probably. Um, and and like I heard standing, him. We're like standing by the garbage can where we always are. Yeah. <laughs> because we are trash. <laughs> <Just> garbage. <laughs> ah. So we're, we're waiting. I'm like, I mean, we can go home now or whatever. And she's like, do you think I'll come out? And I was like, okay, fine, we'll wait. And then I'm like, and I'm, we're standing there waiting for him to come out. And I hear his voice. I'm like, Jesse's coming. And so we walk back in. And, like, he hasn't even left the theater yet, but Jessica walks right up to him with a purpose. I, like, I... And she goes, hi, Edgar. And he's like, hi, are you Amy? (laughs) And it completely threw me off my game. And Jessica was just like, no. I'm Jess. (laughs) And he goes, oh, hi. (laughs) And I feel like it was just, it was a moment of, like, mutual disappointment where... I, like, I was so prepared. You were both disappointed in yourselves. Yeah. I, like, I knew I was, like, he's one of those people where it's, like, you know, you have, like, yes, I have a crush on him, but more so, I love his work so much, and I've loved it, like, since I was super young. Like, I even, like, my parents used to take me to all of his movies because I was so obsessed with them when I was younger, and I've been such a big fan for such a long time, and it's, like, oh, you finally have the chance to, like, tell somebody, like, your work has changed my life, or or whatever, like, I appreciate what you do, like, thank you for what you do, you know, and I, like, had it in my mind what I wanted to say, and then as soon as he was, like, are you Amy? I was, like, uh, 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 do you want me to be Amy? <laughs> like, I can be, uh, so it was totally awkward, and he was very nice, and... Do you remember, uh, uh, I think it was after the show, we went to the bathroom, and there were those two British girls... <laughs> And one of them peed for forever. Forever. Like, literally. There was, like, a huge line of people waiting. And we're all, we were, like, we all started laughing. So we realized how long she was, like, peeing for. The entire bathroom was laughing at this girl because we all, like, shared, like, a silent look. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this girl has the bladder the size of four peoples combined. And she's peeing for two minutes straight. I think it was longer. I think it was, like, three or four. It was so long. It was, like... Because there's, like, ping a long time, but then there's, like, this girl. <laughs> but it wasn't... Never it, anything like it. It wasn't even, like, a an on and off pee. It was a straight, like, I've drank in 14 gallons of water today, and it's all coming out right now. <laughs> I haven't gone to bathroom for an entire week. It's been 89 years. <laughs> Speaking of Titanic. <laughs> that was... I don't know. Edgar Wright, I feel like... He's he's really the only time I've driven like a truly insane person has been like that night to get to the Largo on time and then like to get to the baby driver screening which my roommate took me to uh, during award season I was like she has second row seats and I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna see him <laughs> he's so gorgeous um, but I remember it was really funny because uh, we all know I also have a big fat crush on Jon Snow. And watching Game of Thrones with my mom for the first time, you see her, like, looking at the TV like she was trying to piece something together. And then at the end of this, this, or the, at the episode, she goes, ah, I get it. And I was like, what? And she was like, 
you just like this because that guy looks like a young Edgar Wright. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, kind of, like, but no, he's, he's great. He, he even, like, I feel like he's actually, like, a, a pinnacle of, like, a couple of good stories. Like, that one really horrendous date I had where it turns out that, like, his ex cheated on him with Edgar Wright. And I was so excited that somebody my age had, like, slept with Edgar Wright. I was like, ah, I have a chance. <laughs> like, <laughs> or the fact that he talked at the comedy show about uh, his love of Suspiria. Yes. And now we both have Suspiria t-shirts That's that we so bought good. at Comic-Con. It's like in his honor. Yeah. But I mean, also a great film. And I think, I think just like he's even spookier than I anticipated, which just really, uh, it drove it home for me. Question, Jess. Have you ever seen me fangirl that hard? Not while I've been with you. I no, I feel like you've been you've been with me for some moments that were big fangirl. I feel like I always bring Shafali to my fangirl moments because it's yeah. stuff that you'd be like, This is ridiculous. Well also I feel like Like you when were... I saw the Riverdale cast. I would still go with you though. <laughs> I would support your your fangirl. Skeet Skeet Oh I I will We can never get you and Skeet in the same room. No, 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 no. Even, or like that. But here's the thing, like, you're like, I must talk and touch their skin. (laughs) I'm like, I become like Han Solo in the... In the... (laughs) the, uh, What is that? Uh, Fucking... When he's captured by Jabba the Hutt? Oh, it's the... Oh, I know what it's called. I'm totally blanking. I get... Yeah, we are exactly... Well, I think it really depends on the person, because there's like... Actually, for instance, when I met Harrison Ford briefly and held the oh, door yeah. for him I like could not talk but he's like the OG forever I love him so much Bay. like but he was magical and like gruff and still so hot um okay who's next on your list to meet to meet yeah not just like who's the top who do you want to talk to who's your it's so it's so interesting because I feel like I'm really lucky in the sense oh that no shit you have seen me fangirl you, I f- you went with me to see Amelie. So I well, that's, say- that's actually what I was just going to yeah. say. I feel, like, I feel like you fangirled them, but I don't feel like it was excessive. Yeah. But maybe it was excessive for you. But I just felt <laughs> I like you were excited. I was a very timid person. Because yeah. like you, I, I, like, I knew you were really excited about it, so it was very nice to be there with you. Or like when I took myself to see... Uh, what was that? Is it High... What was the new Claire Denis movie that came out? Highlights? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, also, like, I feel like if you were to meet, like... Jim Jarmusch. Lynch. Like, David, David Lynch. Lynch. I feel like if you met him, you would die. Is he is he on your list? I don't know if I would die. I think it would just be, like... My biggest fear would be that he doesn't think I'm cool. Aww. <laughs> I, I think, like, the ultimate seal of approval is if David Lynch thinks you're cool. You think you're cool. I don't think anybody that's ever met me has been like, she's cool. <laughs> you like it, it's true. <laughs> um, I think you're cool. I think you're cool too. It's not the first impression I could though. It's fine. It's not, I've accepted it. I'm trying to think, because I... Uh, I feel really lucky. Kit Harrington. Well, I would love to meet him, but like... Hmm... But, like, remember when, uh, 
The Dead Don't Die came out, and then there was like a sweepstakes to I like do. meet Jim Jarmusch, and I was like, holy shit. I, I remember entering that <laughs> for, for you so you could go in my place. Uh, I think... Okay, because... So, some of my favorite... Like, Edgar Wright is my favorite working director. I've met him. Eli Roth is another one of my favorite directors, and I've met him. And those two were huge for me from, like, a filmmaking standpoint. Yeah. Like, that were influential in, like, the type of films that I would want to make. And then I met Malcolm McDowell, who is, like... And Harrison Ford, who are, like, my two, like... Yeah. Sexual awakening, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Malcolm to- McDowell was Jessica's sexual awakening. No, no. Awakening. I think Harrison Ford was my sexual awakening. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell just cemented it. <laughs> he is... Oh, it's like a choice. I am disturbed. <laughs> I mean, I would love to meet Kit Harrington. Yeah. But I think, um... Honestly... If I could meet any celebrity right now, it's like working. I think I would love to meet Alicia Vikander. She's like my girl. She's definitely your like style icon. Oh yeah, it's just that I like sure. I like everything about her. What oh about my you? gosh! Oh, I would love to talk to Laura Dern. I've seen her. Uh, she was on my plane one time, uh, and I <laughs> lost my shit. I definitely lost my shit. Um, and everyone, I was with my crew. We were traveling to Orlando, and they were like. So, it's like it's Laura fucking Dern. Laura fucking Laura Dern. Laura I would lose. Fucking I would lose Dern. my mind. Yeah, she's so cool. I was like, she was just ugh. yeah, she's perfection. Like, uh, she's like funny and like talented. You know, gorgeous. Seems like a good person. Has an amazing filmography that's like so unique and different than anyone else. I think she's like been one of those actresses that's able to like pick and choose. Yeah, their projects sure. and it doesn't just like take work, which I respect. I think, I th- actually, I, this is just from what limited experiences I've had with her. When I was working at the, the Napa Film Festival, her dad was supposed to be there. Um, well, he, her dad was there, and she was supposed to come do, like, an intro for him, and she ended up not being able to because she had to go overseas. But she sent, like, without being asked to, the most sincere, like, wonderful, nice video to intro him um, that she just did, like, while she was traveling that you could tell, like, she just loved the shit out of him. And I really liked that. She just seems like a very gracious, like, she's had a very privileged life. Also, like, a class act. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's very privileged. Both her parents are amazing actors and actress. An amazing actor and an amazing actress. And she's still just very, like, Holy shit, I can't believe this is my life, which is yeah. very cool. Which is, it's very neat, yeah. <laughs> like, anytime she meets a celebrity, she's like, Hi. what? <laughs> and it's like, girl, you're a celebrity too. Yeah. No, that she would be great to meet. Yeah. Mm. And she's politically active in, like, the Me Too movement yeah. and Time's Up and making sure people, women are paid represented. E- yeah. equally and represented. And yeah. I like how we still didn't come up with an actual, like, theme for this episode. I think this episode is Sarah and Jessica catching up. Reunite. Reunited and it feels yeah. so good. And it just feels like a natural conversation between yeah. us. Which is what it the people want, to. right? I don't know. You tell us, Mike and Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Mike and Anthony are now producing this podcast. And any other listeners. I don't know if you're out there. We specifically know of two. <laughs> this is actually just a tribute to them. <laughs> Jessica sent me a text and was like, do you think we should record a pod 
episode today? And I was like, probably. And she's like, I think we owe it to Mike. And I was like, and I think we owe it to Anthony, too. <laughs> Can't forget about him. <laughs> oh, we appreciate Is that going to be the name of episode? For Mike and Anthony. <laughs> Forever ago. Like the Bon Iver album. What? Like the Bon Iver album. Isn't it to Emma forever ago? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think, hold on, I'm gonna look, I think that's what it's called. But uh, number four, because this is our fourth episode. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Bony there, Bony Bear. <laughs> uh, for Emma, forever ago. Does Bony Bear still make music? I don't know. Was he the one that won, like, Best New Artist, like, five years after his, like, I think album so. came out yeah. and we were like wait what we were like, not new such a good album so oh. sad so sweet so gentle what a voice <laughs> so haunting we recently <laughs> got added to this playlist cause like so Sarah does these well you were the first person that did it that I knew about like the collaborative playlists on Spotify and Sarah has a couple bangers um but <laughs> One of my other friends added me to, it's just her and I at this point, but it's called Who Hurt You? <laughs> and it's literally, it started off as, we, we, had had it, we had it titled something else to begin with, but it sort of evolved into this playlist that was just like, songs where like, you had obviously been hurt. Somebody had done some emotional damage to you and this is the soundtrack, and I like sent her an a text that was like, why do I get the feeling like this should be called Who Hurt You? And she was like, we have to rename it. So now we just have like this sort of like heartbreak, sad, emotional playlist. That's also, it's been right up there with Grimy Beach tunes. So I'm having a lot of feelings right now. I need to come up with another good theme. It will come to me. Yeah. It, I think it's natural for you. It's like, you're just going to reach into your soul and pull something out. The birthday playlist was great. There was a lot of throwback. Because I feel like Vegas is stuck in the year 2008. Which is great. It's like where middle school dance music goes to die. <laughs> or live forever. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it really Vegas if you have not heard Pony? I got the horses in the back. <laughs> or Old Town Road? I love I love any time that song comes on. <laughs> me too. I was surprised I liked it so much. I thought it was gonna be like a, a call me maybe situation where I was like, no, not again. I was putting off holding it, listening to it for such a long time. I I actually did too. And then I think it was Fourth of July, and somebody was like, wait, you haven't heard Old Town Road? And I was like, I had no need to. They're like, you obviously like, don't. You have were watching this. It back. was kind of like when we showed uh, Chris old Greg. It always amazes me when people haven't seen old Greg. I was like, what were you doing in middle school and high school? Wait, is Noel... Have you met Noel? I went to one of his comedy shows. I've okay. seen him in person. I remember... Because you got the book there, right? No. No? I've had that... I got that book in high school for Christmas. Oh, okay. So I feel like if you met him, you would fangirl hard. I might fangirl if I met Mary Berry. <laughs> She's still alive. I hope so. Mary Berry, where are or you? Or like... Maggie Smith. I want to meet Maggie Smith. Or Emma Watson. I want to meet Emma Watson. I want to meet the cast of 90210 because that's all I've been watching. Nah. R.I.P. Luke Perry. That show was corny as fuck, but he has some really good line delivery. And like... I feel like you're trying to convince me of it. I'm not a 90210 girl. 
Well, I love cheesy corny shit. And I love television from the 90s. Don't come to Love Island if you're not ready to be loved. <laughs> Don't come to 90210 if you're not ready to be 90210. <laughs> Doesn't work the same. You know what's really funny? <sighs> Love Island just ended. After, after you first quoted that from Love Island, I like, I like had an internal monologue moment where I was like, I'm not ready to be loved. <laughs> There's this great scene oh. where uh, it's the beginning of the season. This new guy, Danny, came in, and he's partnered with uh, this girl, Yawande. And she's gorgeous, but she's also, like, they're partnered up. They're attracted to each other, but they're not, like, there's no, like, spark chemistry mm. between the two of them. And she's making him do all, like, their banter's not good. Banter's what's, like, chat, yeah. chit-chat. That's what they call it on the show. Yeah. So they're talking. They're not doing that great. And she's trying to make him chase her. But he's like, I like her. Why do I need to fucking chase her? Um, and they had an argument. And she's like, maybe I'm just not ready to open up to people and stuff. And he's talking to his dude friend about her. And he's like, he's like mad. So he's like, maybe don't come to Love Island if you're not ready for love. And <laughs> It was, like, the most deep and intense and poignant thing anyone's ever said on that show. And I don't think anyone else caught up. Like, she probably heard it was like, yeah, so what? I was like, no, it's the funniest You're like, thing. You're like, it's I'm, iconic. It's, yeah, it needs to be a thing. I think we're making it a thing. Yeah. We're, don't we're come gonna make that to Love happen. Island if you're not ready for love. Yeah, we're going to make that happen, and we're going to make the haunts famous. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. I give give no fucks anymore. (laughs) If you've ever been in a car with me or Jessica, you've probably heard the haunts. If you've ever been camping with me or Sarah, you've listened to the haunts. (laughs) Jose? Jose? Uh, If you've ever been to the beach (laughs) with Sarah and myself. You might not even have known you've been at the beach with me and Jess, but you've heard the haunts. (laughs) You're welcome. If you're on a... What uh, playlist are they on? All of them. Not the Grammy Beach Tunes one, right? Or are no, they on no the... they're on that one. And they're on another one. Oh, the Thirsty playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've heard the haunts. Yep. Oh, God. That's the time of our lives, isn't it? We're lit- that is our purpose on this earth? <laughs> to make the haunts. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be one of those things where I look back, if I ever have kids or something, and I'm like, good God, I hope they don't waste their time like that. Your uh, our future British children. We always joke that we have kids and they're like, Mommy! <laughs> my shoes untied, Mommy. Mommy, my shoes untied. Can you make me a cup of tea? <laughs> I, I still like to think that's how this all turns out for us. <laughs> the one prospect I have is no longer. And our, uh, our future partners are going to be like, where the fuck did they get these accents from? <laughs> My motherfucking... We've been in California our whole life. But where are we going with this? I don't know. Oh. Our British children one day, they're going to be like, Mommy, I've fallen in love with a musician. And we'll be no. like, no. No. Turn that down. No. <laughs> Musician's bad. <laughs> they just want you to come to their shows. They, they will act like they like you just to get you to come to their shows. 
They don't actually like If they you. ever ask why you're at the show, don't say it's for them. Absolutely not. Absolutely. You are there for the drinks and the drinks only. And for some other person playing. Yeah. But not, but you're not there, the cute one. You're there for the guy that looks like Steve from Stranger Things that's playing the set before. And the girl who complimented your outfit. I love her. Hi. I miss you. But never assemble a hot girl task force for a musician. God. Wait. Look, guys. Here's the thing. Here at Sad Girl Sunday, we will admit that not 100% of shots fired are effective. Right? Sometimes you shoot and you miss. And in this case, we encompassed a power that was too great for a musician. We should have used our powers for good, but we used them for evil. I thought I hit it. It's like, no, you actually, it was successful. But it wasn't what the... It wasn't deadly. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, the thing that we set out for, it didn't pan out. And that's yeah. fine. But it didn't end badly. It actually ended in your favor, which, which was good. You, me, and Cassandra took three very different shots. And they all had very different trajectories. Yeah, I feel like mine just exploded in my face. <laughs> Where did this ricochet come from? <laughs> ah, shrapnel. Uh, <laughs> Dude, oh my god, so when we were... <laughs> Shrapnel, <laughs> podcast name. <laughs> when we were in uh, Kansas City, a couple of our, our crew went to the World War One Museum because I wanted to. <laughs> it's like the largest... I feel like all your free time was, I guess this is what we're doing because <laughs> Jessica wants That's to. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Try to convince me otherwise. Asher did not come to the World War One Museum. He's like, I'm going to sit this one out, He's like, yo. this is where I draw the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, good for you. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's like the largest, and I mean, for those of you who don't know, but you all know, I am a big war nerd. And it's the largest collection of World War One memorabilia and artifacts and history in the entire world. And so I was like, obviously, I have to see this. Um, but we go... And speaking of shrapnel, (laughs) I mean, there's all this cool war shit. It's amazing. It's a beautiful museum. And I literally felt the need to talk to every veteran that was working there and get their stories and whatever. And, like, by the end, our DP was like, Jessica, stop fucking flirting with the veterans. We need to leave. (laughs) And I was like, ah, this is so familiar. (laughs) Because, like, the same thing happened when I was at the Midway with my parents last summer or two summers ago. Whatever. The Midway in San Diego is also manned completely by, like, just fucking old-ass, crusty veterans. We like them old and dusty, people. We like them old and dusty. You heard it here first. (laughs) And same thing. My parents were like, can you wrap this up? Like, you just, literally, at this point, you're just flirting with the World War II vets. And I was like, they love it. I love it. It's great. I don't know. I really need to aim younger. I think that's... (laughs) I just need to work on my aim. I don't know. Long story short, kids don't date musicians. It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just don't date. Just if you listen. Dial up. It's totally fine. cool with being single. Yeah, right. Singles. Learn to love yourself first. Ooh. Trying so hard. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to like myself, I swear. <sighs> <laughs> I'm 
don't want to touch his skin. <laughs> um, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it's Jessica. It's been too long. <sighs> We're cracking ourselves it's up. It's been over too long, here. and we've had too many whiskeys. <laughs> <sighs> Don't leave us alone in a room with mics because we'll do weird shit. Mm. Is that from Harold? Is it? It's like creepy breathy kid. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, right? (sighs) (laughs) Okay, so the only... Harold is so relevant in our lives. And it's so creepy. The bubblegum statue? I would have made a bubblegum statue of Rob. <laughs> you can leave it in. I don't even care. You know. Oh, he doesn't listen. It's fine. Was this before Vegas? Maybe. The bubblegum statue? No. What? <laughs> I definitely don't have one of those in my closet. I don't know. You have that secret extra room we don't know about. It's so fucked. What's behind that door? I don't know. I can't open it. Skeletons. I hope it's, I hope it's something exciting. Treasure. Treasure. National treasure. Anyways, what were we going to say? The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, where was it? We went to... I think we had... Did we go to Taroni? And then we came back here. Oh, yeah. Is when we went to Taroni with Shafali. Oh, and then we got ice cream. We got ice cream. And then we came back to... I came back to your place. And we sat on your stoop. Yeah. That was... Oh, stoop kid won't leave the stoop. And we're just yelling it. But it's like midnight, and Drinking I'm sure your neighbors are like, the what the fuck is yeah. happening? Stoop kid won't leave the stoop. I, speaking of ice cream, the other day when we were out on that trip, uh, one of the guys that was working with us, um, he also was like a delivery driver for one of the, like the major ice cream factories in the city. And at this dinner that we had, he like asked us what flavors we liked and brought us all a pint of like this most amazing homemade ice cream. Did you get a fucking pint of pistachio? They didn't have pistachio, so I got pecan praline because I'm a thousand years old. Oh, I love pecan ice cream. Did, or no, it was butter pecan, not pecan praline. Whatever. I love both. Yeah, I love pecan ice cream. And everyone was like halfway through, they're like, oh, I can't finish, blah, blah, blah. And I literally powered through the entire pint, and everyone was like, the fuck? And I was like, like Don't come between a girl and her ice cream. I love my ice cream. <laughs> I bought a, three pints of Van Leeuwen. Mm. And Rachel and I have been uh, digging at them shipping, slowly. Shipping away. Which ones did you get? Earl Grey. Sexy. Peanut butter marshmallow. Oh. And uh, it was a really weird one. Honey. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, also, when you told... So, like, Sarah texted me while I was out of state. And apparently... There's all this amazing shit that was happening when I left, which is so annoying. That was really hard to share my excitement with no one. Ah! I was losing my mind. So, basically, like, I'm out doing whatever and Sarah's like by the way there's an oat milk latte ice cream flavor from Van Leeuwen now and I was like what the fuck because oat milk lattes are my favorite coffee drinks we have to try it Uh, yeah and nobody on set was excited about it and I was like whatever they're like oat milk weird (laughs) and you're like no it is a lifestyle delicious and then they had like a Miss Maisel theme day where there was like two dollar blowouts and macaroons and blah 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 and i was like i cannot believe i'm missing this <laughs> i was like 
I was talking to Mason and I was like, these girls are getting $2 blowouts and I'm in upstate New York getting a fucking film permit to film fucking dogs and they're getting $2 blowouts and I'm missing it. I didn't do anything. We tried. We tried to get cupcakes, but the line was too long. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like it was a really hot mess. They had a 30 cent gas. Yeah. And they, they had to like shut it down because it closed down sh- the freeway. They had to shut down the 10. Yeah. That's insane. So wild. See, I would rather get like a $2 blowout than gas. Okay. <laughs> Blowouts any day. All day, every day. Please make my hair look good because I am incapable of doing so myself. I just like having someone else do my hair. Me too. Or honestly, any sort of self-care. I'm like, please do my nails. Please do my hair. Please rub my shoulders. That is all I want. I think it's like, yeah. No, my mom would always curl my hair for me in high school. I think I just like other people doing my hair. It also feels good. Yeah. Well, except that one time, remember when we when we went out with Austin and Murr, and like I was the last one to get, oh yeah, like, have my hair be finished. And everyone's, like, sitting around waiting on me. And she's pinning my hair, and she's so rough that I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was not great. I really liked the person who did my hair that night. She did exactly what I wanted. It was, like, fun and easy. Uh, we Maybe we do. We were also talking about, like, we just touched on it when, when we were at dinner, but, like, meeting people and, like, how we need to just get out more. And like, because that's really the only way you can meet people in LA. Yeah, because we were both like doing the online dating thing for a second. And it's boring. And it sucks. And so, no thank you. But we were like, oh, I guess we have to go out more. But maybe we'll get our different stories if we go out more. True. Okay. I think we both have... Or, I went out dancing last night. You have not been out dancing, at least with me, in a long time. We need to... Yeah. I don't remember. The we last didn't get time. a good dancing fix in Vegas. No, we did for a minute. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but I definitely want to dance soon. I felt really bad, Hannah. If you're there, I'm sorry that I bailed on your birthday because I was so sick yesterday. Wham. But we'll go line dancing soon. We should go line. I just remember last time we got, or we went line dancing, we ended up really drunk having to break into a friend's apartment complex, and I got pushed over a fence by my vagina. <laughs> I was in the car. I was the getaway driver. You really were. It was I the time. That was a great night. <laughs> that same night, I don't know how I drove over the entire city on an empty tank of gas. It was so stressful. <laughs> but we dropped all our friends off. They were all in my tiny little golf. And then I'm dropping Jessica off, and I was like, you know what? I should probably get gas. I probably should have gotten gas 30 minutes ago, but I didn't. And then we, like, the gas station we pull into is closed. So we had to go to another one, and we barely made it. Barely made it. I'm sitting in her passenger seat covered in dirt. Like, it's, just, it's not how I envisioned it going. But that's not how your night ended either, so uh, ayo. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll have another episode for you guys Shortly, um, we promise not to keep you waiting an entire summer Ooh. or fall. Uh, it's still technically summer, right? But I'm just saying, like, a full oh, season. yeah, yeah. Listen, we're gonna be back in a week or two because we miss you guys and we miss each other <laughs> so much. So, so, so much. This has been Sad Girl Sunday. 
check us out on the Instagram. And remember to check out Sarah's new radio station, too. Um, if you need some more Sarah in your life, maybe I'll worm my way on and try and guest DJ for her or with her. I'm not a DJ. I'll just be there for, for DJ talking DJ Binge. Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening to Sad Girl Sunday. We'll see you all next week or the week after. Ooh. We can't make any promises. <laughs> all right. <laughs>